And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 36 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. Hey, guys. How we doing? How oh, we doing? Yeah. Pretty good. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, so, hey, we just did something we haven't done in a long time where we watched the movie and now we're immediately podcasting about it. Mm, fresh. Mm, mm, fresh out of the good. oven. Yeah, this movie is fresh. I already forget it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's Valaxian, the... In the city of 100 approximately planets. <laughs> approximately, yeah. Uh, I, uh, how we doing? I, we're doing good. Yeah? Yeah. Doing, Full of pizza and big. Valerian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Valerian root. So we might <laughs> just uh, take a little doozy of a snoozy during this episode. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Max and I are shaking our heads. Yeah. And I'll let you decide what direction. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, cool. Well, Robert, we got some TV shows to talk about real quick. So why don't you pull up? I'll vamp for a little bit while you, uh, get that ready. Hey, let's talk about some TV. Okay. TV shows we've seen. (laughs) We've seen. Hey, cool. TV shows we've seen. Uh, who wants to go first? Um, I have been watching a little bit of TV. I think I already mentioned I watched and finished the first season of The Good Place. Hope I can't wait for that. I did the January or February. I think the next season comes out. It's out now. Is it out now? Yeah, second season's airing currently. Oh my god! Well, I need to go watch it. But uh, other than that, I've just been uh, the new season of Walking Dead started mm-hmm. catching up on that. Still pretty grim. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I, I was know. I was watching. I think I'm. I think I just watched the third episode of this current season, and I'm just like I could not be less interested. Mm. I don't know. I I don't know what it is. I don't know if like the grimness of the show has just like caught up to me in a way where I'm like, you know, like the real world's grim enough, and like that the escapism of TV. I don't yes. want to be totally depressed watching that yeah. too. So I I was just like I'm just I'm tuning out watching. Yeah. The Walking no, Dead. I, I I don't blame. I I can't blame you like one way or the other on that one. I, I it's I'm. I'm sort of like loyally. And when I say the real world, I mean MTV is the real world. Yes, yeah. It is not. Yeah. It's yeah. way worse than the current season of real world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Once they introduced zombies on that, it just went nuts. Yeah, the yeah, zombie roommate was like a real bummer. He wouldn't do it the It felt job. like they really jumped the shark on zombies when they introduced mm-hmm. the zombie roommate on the real world. Hey, but they're trying to be, they're trying to represent all different types of people. Right. So, hey, good on them. I mean, they're not trying to be polite. They're trying to be real, so uh so yeah i don't yeah i'm kind of it's not a hate watch per se but it feels like it almost feels like heroes for me where i'm like at this point i'm like i'm all you're so invested i'm all in but i am not certain by the end i'm gonna be satisfied so we'll see i I also really like enjoy the comic so i'm Mm -hmm. i'm I'm thinking that that might hopefully that will it'll catch up and and use some of those ideas because i really like that about it max have you watched the good place no Okay, then I won't mention what the twist is, but what did you think of the twist I loved in it. season one? Yeah. I loved it. I saw there there was a few hints there and there here and there. But sure, yeah, but yeah. I but I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, and I think you'll yeah, it's good. Good. Stuff. I thought it was unex. I was totally caught off guard. I, it was oh. unexpected for me in a big way. I really liked it. Yeah. What have you seen, Max? Oh, uh, I watched The Punisher, cool. and uh, I thought it was uh, really the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Oh, wow. I watched, watched the whole thing. It's. Uh, I liked it a lot, and I was actually very surprised to hear that it was getting kind of mixed middling reviews after mm. watching it, because uh, especially maybe coming off of uh, like second half of Luke Cage and Iron Fist and mm. Defenders, and they were all just kind of like not so great, especially Iron Fist was like tr- total trash. And then- um, Does this take place after the events of all of those? Because he appeared in those shows? Uh, I mean- yeah, yeah, it does. I, okay. I, I was trying to think maybe I shouldn't do spoilers, but it doesn't. Oh, sure. give, it well, doesn't I mean, give too much away. I, mean, I think it just kind in, of yeah. In general, like I was just curious, like is this this isn't like a a prequel, and then like he was a, oh no, maybe I some mean, is it, and some isn't. It's not even that. It, it, okay, if you the main uh, line of it does have flashbacks and stuff. But okay, the main okay. story of it is just um, taking place in in uh, the modern day. The, the like beyond all all that, as far as I can tell, some okay. of it is like kind of questionable. Just like I don't know, it it doesn't necessarily Ambiguous. have too many ties to the other 
Uh, and it's like, it's still like Hell's Kitchen kind of area. So like it's all run down. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. It's not so focused on it being New York though. Although, I mean, it does take place in New York, but it, it wasn't really like shouting that out. He does uh, every, blow up the Statue of Liberty, and <laughs> yeah, he did that. Yeah. When there's a mob boss inside, yeah. you got to get rid of him, <laughs> no matter the cost. It's good. It's got good. It's got good, um, real believable characters, I think. Oh. And th- but I, then I heard I was watching a um, a review that was saying like, oh, this character is completely unbelievable. Who, so uh, microchip. You're Microchip. unbelievable. Oh, oh, Micro is a very lovable character. I, I, like, I really dig that guy. Better than Newman? Didn't Newman play uh, <laughs> Microchip in one of the Punisher movies? I think that's true. Yeah, I think oh, which in, one in was, War, was Warzone. Oh, in Warzone. I think, I think... No, no, the, no, no. Micro... <sighs> I forget what I... I'll I, look. Wayne, <laughs> Wayne Knight, right? Wayne Knight. Wayne the Dark Knight. Oh, I thought boy. that it might be the Thomas Jane one, was it not? No, I think he... I think he was in War Zone. I think. Oh, I'm Microsoft thinking of somebody else. I'm thinking of his his. In I don't think he had a microchip in the Thomas Jane one. I don't think he had like a an arms man. Maybe he did. Maybe I don't know. I know John Travolta was the bad guy, I and he blew up too. cars I, in the symbol of the Punisher. I know that for sure. I haven't seen that one in a while. I did watch War Zone, so I figured I would remember Newman was in it. But I also have a terrible memory, so maybe not. And I was kind of thinking it was the the detective guy was micro in the end of it. But oh. when did Punisher come out? I went Which way version either. Or Warzone probably came out uh, six, seven years ago, seven or eight years ago, maybe. It was it was Punisher Warzone. Yeah. Oh, okay. And All then right. Thomas Jane I was going to say early memory. early two thousands was the Thomas Jane one. Yeah. Yeah, Warzone is actually I love it. I love yeah. that movie. That was the first. Was it the first R rated Marvel uh, franchise or or movie? And I think it was also Warzone. Like, yeah, and I was think it was the first movie that marvel was it a first female marvel director too i I, there was a lot of like little milestones with it which i thought was kind of cool it it got completely covered up though like no nobody watched it and then they kind of just forgot that it happened but you're so is this a would you say this is a good approach to to the punisher for on for tv this is like a good uh i enjoyed it i thought they did a a good job with it 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 really depends like i i don't know i I would recommend it but i don't know who is going to really uh dig it just just seeing the uh, like i would assume that everybody would enjoy it but seeing the results i don't know why people don't like it how does it compare to like the other marvel show proper like the other properties where would you put it among the i would say it's one of the better ones oh that's and uh like uh daredevil season one I might just love it just because it was the first one to do what it did and that I just have these memories of it that aren't necessarily current or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I would put it close to it. I would say it's really good just yep. because it hit, it, hit, it hit on certain levels. Like the characters, I think, are, are where it really took off and it dealt with topics that I thought were uh, poignant and I thought that they were handled fairly well. Cool. I'm going to have to check it out. It's been a while since I've actually dived into one of the Marvel shows, so mm-hmm. maybe that'll be the next one. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Check it out. Cool. Yeah. My, my girlfriend calls him Pun Pun. <laughs> Big I, pun. I'm sure pun, he loves that. Pun Pun and Dairy. Daredevil. Oh. Doe boy. Doe boy is his other <laughs> nickname. <laughs> Uh, well, I watched the first episode of Marvel's Runaways, <gasps> and I liked it. Wasn't I think it, is, is there a raptor? Yeah, <laughs> cool. is it in the yeah, show? there is. Do you want to read the first issue of Runaways? I have it here somewhere. Um, yeah, I I really like it. I think it's it. Uh, if you've read, I mean, I don't know how the rest of the series is going to go, but if you've read like the first issue of Runaways or the first trade, uh-huh. it kind of goes. Like the about. same way, like if you know what the if you know what the crux of the, the series is, are. then the then the the reveal at the end of the episode is not surprising. What's the format here? Like what what station is it on? In Hulu, Hulu, and it's a Hulu is it Ridge full hour episode. Yeah. Okay. How many episodes? Oh, it's just a one episode thing right now. Or well, no, they they're releasing them in chunks. So I think like they released the first three episodes, and I think they're up to episode five. It's interesting. They're doing a lot of like the young. Like the young mutant team. Or oh, they did Gifted also. Teams. This gifted, year, but yeah. then did you guys see the the trailer for the New Mutants, which is like an X Men horror movie? No, oh, you haven't seen this. No, Mm-mm. it's got uh the the Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jason X. 
Jason only X. Jason X. Yeah. Um, Leprechaun X. Um, <laughs> no, it's got the woman who plays uh, uh, Arya in Game of Thrones. I forget her, I the actress's name. I don't know. But there's a bunch of kids Maisie? in like... Williams. Uh, Maisie Williams. Is that someone else? Anyway, uh, they're in like not decidedly not uh, Xavier's home for gifted uh-huh. children. This looks like an insane asylum. And they all have... The trailer Scary kind of leads, powers? leads up to the part that, yeah, they all have like weird, intense powers. Oh, it also has the older brother from Stranger Things is one of the characters in it, too. Jonathan, oh, the guy okay. who kind of looks like he should not be in high school. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he's out of high school in the, in the show. But yeah, there's a yeah, so a whole whole cast of characters. But it's it's weird that they're doing a movie about X-Men that's like specifically kind of like horror. Yeah. Themed. Very, very strange. Anyway, yeah. but you were saying about the, the Runaways. Uh, I really like the pilot. I... I will have more of an opinion when I watch more of the episodes, but I thought the pilot was pretty good. And I think all the kid actors are oh. good as well. Oh, that's and, always encouraging. Um, nice to see James Marsters back on TV. Old Spike from Buffy himself. Uh-huh. Piccolo. Piccolo, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Piccolo from <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution. His most famous role. Hey, it's a, the role I always remember yeah. him from. Um, uh, d- how are the effects handled? What's the budget seem like? The budget seems like maybe a little less than like a nor like a a big budget tv show i guess mm. but like they do less so it doesn't look like there's some my wife and i watch supergirl and, and arrow and flash and there are some episodes of supergirl especially there's an episode where they went to mars to like so that like um Martian Manhunter could do something on Mars. Whoa, yeah. he's in Supergirl? Yeah. Cool. He, and he, he looks good. He, I, look, he looks good, but the effects oh. of like all the Martians around him and then all of a sudden his effects were bad. Yeah. Oh. And like it was, it just looked so like every, like the joke is always like, it looks like a sci fi original movie. This looked yeah. worse than most sci fi yeah. original movies I had seen. It looked mm. like they had like skimmed the budget for this. And I was just like, you know, if, if the effects are going to look this bad, then I would rather they do a thing where like Supergirl and and the Martian Manhunter are like walking away from the fight. Like, can you believe we did this? Like, yeah. I'd rather yeah. they tell me about it than Cover show it me crappy effects. Yikes! Uh-huh. It looked really bad, but uh, so, the effects so far in Runaways. I mean, they also they've as you mentioned, there's a a, a Velociraptor in that's it. Right. They've only shown it once, so I haven't. They haven't had a lot of chance to like oh, okay. really see it in full motion, but. I mean, so far everything looks pretty good. Do they do? There's a magic user also, right? Yes, and that's some. They're using Doctor Strange symbols and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and they, there's a lot. Um, is the raptor just footage from Jurassic Park? Yeah, it's a, they, they also have to <laughs> use shots of Chris Pratt like pulling <laughs> oh, down the the Velociraptor. Um, they haven't like they haven't really delved into their powers yet. Oh, okay, okay. So kind of teasing it. A so little. it's boring, is what you're saying? Yeah, it's really boring. <laughs> I don't like it. Um. I also saw the first episode of another Hulu original, Future Man. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. It's Josh the trailer for it. Josh Hutchinson from The Hungy Games. The oh boy, Hungy. It was Peta. The Hungy Wungy Games. Peta. Yeah. Peta got his own show. Yeah. Peta got his wait. own show. Uh so Future Man. I feel like I've heard of it, and somebody was saying that you should pay attention to it. Why is that? Why? It was funny. I like. I the first. I watched the first episode last night, and I was like genuinely laughing at some of the jokes and what is the basic premise <laughs> Gen- that these two genuinely laughing at some of the jokes it's <laughs> well, not like the most ringing endorsements I, it takes honestly there's so much crap on tv especially comedies other yeah. than you know like the good place i really love but like as far as tv comedies it really does take a lot for me to get like a genuine belly laugh out of a show and i i did laugh at at future man so it was um Josh Hutchinson plays a janitor who is playing this video game that's supposedly impossible to beat, mm-hmm. and he is the first person to beat this game. Okay. And so these two people oh. who were avatars in the game show up in his room. It turns out that the video game was sent back in time as like a recruitment. A, oh, so it's like the last, last starfighter. Yes, it's, exactly. and he says that. Or, he says that in the in the game. He's like, oh my god, this is literally the last starfighter. Um. So there's a lot of like references like that. I th- I think. Do they mention Ender's Game at all? No. Come on. He's like, this is like that book, Ready Player One, with this is, all the yeah. references in it. This is like that book about that guy who hates gay people. 
Ender's what? Game. <laughs> oh. And the movie. Isn't that Orson Did Scott you? Wells? Doesn't he hate? No, Orson Scott Card. Orson Scott Card. <laughs> Orson Scott Wells. That's his. That's Orson Welles' middle name. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> oh, you know what? I also have a. Uh, I have a. Uh, a correction of myself Wait, in what? the last episode when you were talking about justice league yeah you were like since world war one like a hundred years later like she still hasn't she still yeah. hasn't helped anybody i was like world war one wasn't a hundred years ago it was more than a hundred years ago so <laughs> oh i mean i well still i mean yeah. just about because it was the early 1900s right yeah it's okay, like 1914 so, so i was definitely wrong when i was like it hasn't well, even been a hundred years you should apologize to every veteran of world war one that's still alive every veteran of world war one i apologize no, 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 by name okay <laughs> there aren't a lot don't worry a aronson <laughs> i apologize and zay zademan b brian blair i apologize um also i'd like to apologize to everybody who worked so hard on dc's justice league who really went into detail on when world war one was <laughs> so let me apologize to I, them by name too so, uh no the people in justice league did not do research on world war one this is even worse i came out of dunkirk thinking that it took place in world war one uh-huh because they were wearing a helmet that is called the World War One helmet <laughs> in <laughs> Uncharted 4 multiplayer. Oh, boy. But did, but did you wonder in Dunkirk why... Wait a minute. So, wait, that, that, so the helmet made you think it was World War One, but the planes with actual armor that weren't made of like paper and wood didn't make you think it was World War I? <laughs> hey, listen, I probably thought World War One took place when Andrew thought it took yeah. place. <laughs> okay. Sometime in the 50s. Who knows? The okay. 50, after World War Two. You guys are always one war off. <laughs> yeah. Thought World War... You thought Vietnam was World War Two. It's you like thought how Korea like, was Vietnam. It's like but... how the Star Wars prequels came out after the original trilogy. So I always think that Return of the Jedi is uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so Future Man was funny and is runaways. That, is that running? Is that like a couple episodes in so far? Or yeah. how does, okay, cool. Yaman. Yaman. Well, I can't wait to watch it, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Is that it for TV shows we've seen? I, I think uh, so. I, I saw Stranger Things season two. I don't know if we've talked about that. Since. We haven't. I haven't seen it, but okay. you can like, did what you, you like? Did it? you like it? It's good. Yeah, I finished it. I think I binged it like the weekend it came out or whatever. But yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. I'm basically saying I'm done talking about it. It's, it's old Great. news now. Yeah. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I'm... Well, let's be incredibly general. Do you think they're going to do a third season? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think mm. I, I think all those kids are down. So they I don't think. all die at the end of the second season, is what you're saying. I didn't say that. Yeah. But I did exactly imply but they didn't. it. But <laughs> Um, but I really like the introduction of the red power ranger into it. He played the guy who is shirtless most of the time and had a mullet and was a total oh, dick. God, and that I was guy like, was such a weird. <laughs> See, I would have, he, he would have almost been better if like, cause he was like an asshole, but he was also like, seem like kind of racist too. Like, yeah. so I was like, that was like a little, an extra one too far. I was like. You can't be like generally an asshole to all the kids. You have to be like particularly like don't want your sister hanging out with like the black kid. I don't know. I thought that was a little much, but even so. Also, but, I don't really think he got a comeuppance. We won't we won't spoil anything, but like I don't, there's no real. I feel like a character like that really needs to get owned, mm-hmm. picked up by a pterodactyl and thrown around a little bit. You oh know what I mean? So maybe that's where <laughs> season three comes in. I did so in Supergirl. There's a character of Lena Luther. Mm-hmm. Lex's sister. It's played by the actress who gets who is um the the nanny in or <laughs> who the, is the Dino Bait. Yeah, the, the Dino Bait Jurassic in Jurassic World. World. Yeah, the woman who's slightly annoying and gets like the worst comeuppance of any yeah. character in cinema. Who's just trying to keep up with these kids and is genuinely trying to yeah. like be a good minder and right. then, like gets owned and then it. just gets torn apart by multiple dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Well, speaking of Jurassic World, yes. you forget about me my way girl something <laughs> breakfast movies we've seen <laughs> the movies we've seen song um god you know unfortunately we couldn't get ben in here for this episode but i uh, just was treasuring thinking about playing that song in front of him oh he's gonna be so he's gonna be so pleased <laughs> oh i was gonna say pissed no he's gonna love it okay and you also said gonna... speaking of jurassic world before you played that song. oh jurassic park so uh, jurassic world a movie so <laughs> What movies have you guys seen? I watched Jurassic oh, World. Yeah. 
I would dress, I only watched Jurassic World three t- times this week, so that, that's all. <laughs> that's I, all. That's all I can talk about. Yeah, I saw one that was kind of on the same level as the original Jurassic Park. I'd say. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Her- Harold and Kumar. Yeah, they mentioned a raptor in there. I think at one point. Ah, <laughs> the, yeah, they really did tie that together. They are in the same universe. Yeah, so uh, moved into a new place. And this is the second, correct? This, this is the second one, yeah. Second mm-hmm. and final. Nope, <laughs> there was, nope, a, there was nope, a Christmas there was one. A, no. a 3D Christmas one. Oh, my God. Hey, you're just I'm, in time for the holidays. I'm you not can... finished. I gotta, <laughs> you got to complete gotta the go. trilogy. So, yeah, I moved into a new place, didn't have internet, and had to entertain myself oh, somehow. Right. All I had was a, a, a DVD player. All you had was your favorite player. movie, Harold yeah. Kumar <laughs> Escape from Guantanamo. <laughs> Uh yeah, that one and Meet the Spartans, uh, the other like. Why are these the, two movies? I think I got them both from Andrew, but I'm not sure. Andrew, that was Meet back. the Spartans. You got from me? It might not have been. I think it was that we were watching really bad movies or something like that. Uh-huh. Somebody brought it over and then left. It just it ended somewhere. up in our yeah. Yeah. in our care, and so now. I have it, and it's like one of those things where I hid it behind all the other DVDs. Out so <laughs> of shame. I, yeah, but after moving, brought them all back out. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's oh I kinda, have these. Uh, this is sad." And your landlord was like, "You need to, you need to you leave need to go. Get out of here." Uh, right on, and that was a, an enjoyable movie experience no, for you. No, not really. Okay. Uh, I watched the whole thing and uh, probably shouldn't have. Uh, I don't think I laughed a single time during oh, it. Oh boy! Uh, they, and they were only, the weird thing is they were only in Guantanamo Bay long enough to make like a blowjob joke, and then they left immediately. <laughs> Hey, that's as long as anyone needs a Guantanamo Bay, does in my a, opinion. Does a, a Domian play Bush in that movie? In James Adomian? First movie he does. I think it's in... Oh, it's in, oh Bush, you might be right. No, no, Bush you're right. Bush is in this one. It's I in the know. second one, I think I don't know right. who Adomian is. James, James Adomian. Adomian. You idiot. Oh, my God. Fuck you. you. Yeah. I thought he was from the planet Adomia. <laughs> Hey, we'll get to planets later, okay? All 1,000 uh-huh. of them. Oh, boy. Um, I thought it was around 100. Well, I saw a couple movies as well. Shall I? Nope. Okay. I just got one more, baby. <laughs> I got another one. I followed that one up with a Requiem for a Dream about on, oh. the, on the same level as uh, Guantanamo Bay. Oh, my Day. goodness. Well, that's a good movie. It's a disturbing movie, but it's a good movie. Yeah, it was intense. Like, yeah. I, I know, yeah, I know that Diane a lot of Weiss people... in that is such a sad story. Yeah, definitely. The mom in that, yeah. And it's weird because they kind of play everything up, but it's also very believable in, in yeah, what happened to her. Yeah, it's heightened kind of. for sure. And there's yeah. a lot of like... Uh, like when there's like the perspective of the person that's kind of experiencing everything. So it's heightened in that sense where mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, I'm on a drug. But it is, but you're right. It is also like very bleak and realistic, especially when other characters interact with them and you're like, oh, they are at the end they, of their rope. Yeah, they, they are just. Every single one of them is so desperate. But uh, yeah, I think the music is probably the most noteworthy part of that movie in that it just like. The way they did it, I don't know, something about it, it just kept me, kept my heart racing and it's kept manic, me just like, yeah. yeah, feeling, oh, this is not good. This is like, I don't know. It, I thought I, it did a great job of that. It was pretty clever in like some of the um, cinematic techniques that it did, splitting uh, the scene, stuff mm-hmm. like that, doing some weird creative things. And uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, but I can see why I, I I held off watching it for a long time because everyone said, oh, yeah, it's a really good movie and like I'm never going to watch it again. So, yes. It's, like, it's I'm not going to watch this with you. Yeah, it's definitely a good movie that you, yeah, you only need to see once if, if yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great one. Um, did you, or did, did you have anything, Drew, or did you want me to just... Uh, Go for it. I okay. ain't seen nothing. Ain't seen nothing yet. Well... Baby, I <laughs> ain't seen nothing yet. I saw... Uh, 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 Coco in the theaters uh-huh. a couple nights ago. Cried like a baby. Uh, uh, you saw Coco? If yeah. you're about to give a spoiler, I say, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Was this about the gorilla that uh, spoke sign language? and had a uh, No, that's Amy from Congo. She's oh. the talking gorilla. <laughs> uh, no, I think there is a Coco. I think there is you're, There is a real life gorilla that knows sign language. Yeah, she, she met Robin Williams and then cried when she heard that he died. That's a true story. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. Look it up on the internet. She loved, okay, I'm gonna, she loved Morgan I'm not going to talk to you guys anymore. Yeah. All right, let's pause for a second while Andrew looks this up. No, oh. you guys can talk. I'm not oh. listening to you jerks. It anymore. looks like he's enjoying it, whatever clip he's looking at. Oh, wait, his computer's off. What's going on? <laughs> um, so I watched Coco. Uh, it was great. I don't want to spoil too much because it's in theaters right now, but I would definitely say go and see it. The music is really good. Um, 
uh, yeah, like the the kind of like the land of the dead, like that he sp- that the main character spends a lot of time in, is really w- well designed and awesome. Um, there's like spirit animals in the movie that are like kind of like g- that guide people between the realm of the living and the dead that are just like very bright, almost like neon creatures, and they're only in a couple scenes, but they're very cool looking. Oh, okay. What? Like I had no idea what you were talking about when you were oh. talking about Coco. And so like I'm trying to visualize what kind of movie and then I remember, yeah, I did I think I saw a trailer. Yes. And uh Guacamele. Have you ever It's very yes, it's okay. very like, like Guacamele. Is... Yeah. Th- this is the best adaptation of Guacamele I've ever seen on the on the oh, big cool. screen. Cool. I heard Guacamele was getting a sequel. Maybe <laughs> it's a tie-in. Uh no, I, yeah, it's very good. It's very creative. Yeah, I really like the songs and I yeah, I, I think I mentioned to you guys before the podcast that there's like a twist or two in there that I just wasn't expecting and took me off guard and definitely kind of hit me emotionally. And I was just like, that's great. I didn't, I didn't expect that. There was nothing in the advertising at all that, that led me to believe that. So I, I really enjoyed that part of it. Um, and then I also watched, uh, the night before, which I think came out, came out last year, maybe it's been two years. Oh my goodness. I think, but, uh, that would explain one particular part of the movie. So where they say explicitly it's 2015. Where they have a Miley Cyrus cameo. Um, they it is a movie about. So did Guardians two that came out last year or this they year? My, they say Miley Cyrus. Huh? Miley Cyrus she plays the yeah. mother. Oh, mother. Okay. Yeah. but that's not a cameo per se. Okay, okay. Listen, this is this is. Hey, shut up for a second. Listen to me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, Andrew zipped his mouth shut. He's dying. Um. Still got a nose, buddy. So Joseph Gordon, <laughs> so jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt, old fifty-fifty himself, um, decided, yeah, old uh, decided uh, decided his parents died. <laughs> he didn't decide anything. Oh my god! But he decided to be sad about it, that's and his friends. That's a that's a firm decision yeah. on his part. His friends Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackney. Uh, Mackney. Mackney. I'm on a roll. What's happening? I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. They come over to his house uh, during the holiday and are like, hey, you're in, you're grieving. You're, you know, we want to cheer you up. Come on. It's Christmas. Let's spend the time together. And then have every year since made it their tradition to get together and have like a crazy fun time and go to the bar and have drinks and meet people and party and blah, blah, blah. And it's just they're, they're his family now since he, he's alone. And movie catches up. One uh, Seth Rogen is having a baby with uh, is it Jillian Bell from Workaholics that actress who's also in Goosebumps yeah the, yeah God she's so great so she's Seth Rogen's wife and she's pregnant really um yeah she's not in it a ton but I she's always a pleasure it's a shame that like she like she, no, she needs shows to not up in these second mo- banana she, she shows be... up in these movies and she's not in it for very long but like she's always really good for like the in short Goosebumps, amount she's, she's in hilarious it. yeah like live from New York it's your aunt yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah she so. They're going to go. It's their final Christmas to go out and do do their thing. Like Anthony Mackie's character is a football player. He's like older. He's like 35, but he's like really good now all of uh-huh. a sudden. Um, and it's revealed that he's like taking <laughs> steroids. Um, and then and Seth Rogen's like really stressed out about becoming a dad. But the wife's like, hey, you've been really good. And gives him like a box of like a little bit of every drug. And is like, go uh-huh. have fun with your friends tonight. Um, so they go out and they go have fun. And um, Joseph Gordon-Levitz finds three tickets to this nutcracker ball, this secret party that they've always wanted to go to and looked for every Christmas, but never found. So there's this theme where like, they're trying to uh, st- you know, stay together all night and then get to this party throughout the film. They meet up with Mr. Green, who's Michael Shannon and he's a drug dealer who they like get into his climb into his car and he like smokes them out, but he's doing like, he has like the weed of Christmas present and like past and future and like at different times, the movie like pops up and 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 like smokes with it. And it's I don't know. It's they didn't deserve this weird, funny character. It was like he was like really bizarre. Uh-huh. Um, and they're just like very like funny. It, the whole movie didn't gel together very well. I wouldn't say it's a holiday classic, but like there's some really funny parts, including like um, yeah, the part that made me really laugh was Seth Rogen gets separated from the group at one point, and he sees Jillian Bell on the street, and she's like, "Oh, honey, what are you doing? You don't look so good." And he's like. I'm having a great time. And he's kind of like tripping out and her parents are coming and they're all going to midnight mass. She's like, well, get the fudge out of here. You're supposed to be with your dude. They don't, stay. I don't want my parents to see you. And then they do see him and they're like, come on in, come on into church with us. <laughs> so he's in church just like, ah, and just kind of freaking out and moving around and just kind of can't sit still. Cause he's like on so many things. And he, she's just like, just calm down. And he looks forward 
towards the uh, front of the church and he sees like someone's got their baby in their arms and it's looking back at him and the baby's just kind of like st- staring at him and he's like what and then very bad cg but re- but so funny like the baby's mouth is like fuck you <laughs> And he is sweating and freaking out because he thinks like the baby's like trying to like fight him or something and then proceeds to puke in the middle of church and run out. But uh, I there was a lot of moments, especially with his character, where I was surprisingly charmed by the same joke he's been doing in every movie where he gets too high and, and, <laughs> yeah. and freaks out. But I don't know. There, there was something charming about this one. I, sure. Again, it, it's a soft recommendation. I, I don't think it's going to it's going to blow anyone away, but it was a kind of a weird Christmas movie. Um, One of the women from... Oh God! Uh, it's the two women who like live in New York or Boston. It's like a TV show that everyone likes. Uh, You're talking about Broad City? Yes, yes. Um, well, uh, one of those actresses in it, and she, uh, my wife pointed out, like she was like, her coat looks like the Grinch. Like it was like it's like this straggly fur at the top, and then kind of like this weird olive color. Mm. And it turns out her character is literally like a holiday Grinch. Like she hates the holidays and like, she's like, my man is Hans Gruber from Die Hard and like the Grinch. Like I love those characters cause they're like, cause they hate the holidays. And so she's like her, whenever she pops up, she's fucking with them or ruining their night. Which Alana, I really, Alana Glazer. Alana Glazer. God. Yeah. It I was, just, I just saw her do stand up by the way. Oh she really? So funny. She was excellent in this. Yeah. She was very funny and it was funny to have her. Yeah. Like actually running around as like a Grinch and like, just ruining their evening. It was very, it was very silly. Yeah. But yeah, as I mentioned, there was also a Miley Cyrus cameo. And at first, like, I, I think I turned to my wife and was like, that wasn't so bad. He, uh, George Gordon Levitt talks to her and she's like, Hey, you've got to, you know, you've got to, you know, do this, you know, you've got to do this thing. You've got to make this, this, uh, this proposition, make it happen. It's Christmas. You know, it's a magical time of night. And he's like, I can't do that, Miley Cyrus. And she's like, you need to stop calling me Miley Cyrus, which is also what everyone does when there's a celebrity in a movie. Yeah. Now. They're like, hey, Al Pacino, stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, hey, you have to stop calling me that. And he's like, what do you want me to call you? And she's like, Hannah. And he's like, what? She's like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm drunk. Anyway, let's go. And I was like, oh, okay, because you want to you be called Hannah Montana, your old thing. Uh. And I was, like, I was like, I forgive that. Later on, she starts to sing Wrecking Ball. And I was like, oh, so this is a full-on like music video yeah. like now we have transcended cameo i'm no longer on board so yeah uneven but i i would i would give it a, a soft recommendation sure yeah well speaking of musical cameos is that how we should transition <laughs> we built this city. We built this city on thousand planets Thousand planets. Hey, everybody! We saw Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Uh, How many planets? One thousand planets, and no, no, no more. more. We are at capacity. Yeah, they said there was another planet that was like, "Can we gain entry into your city?" And they said, "What do you think? This is a city of a thousand and one planets. This is a thousand planets." In one moon, there was a moon in there. Good point. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't say hey, that was no I moon. Didn't see any moon? They ah, they really argued to get that on the title, but they they wouldn't they wouldn't. <laughs> in one it. moon, ah, oh, god, it's too much. The sequel. Hey, wait for the sequel. Oh, uh, what did you guys think of the movie? Um, I think there was a lot of good things going for it. A lot of things that I that I look when I hear Luke Besson, I'm like, I, there's a couple expectations. I feel like it met some of those. Mm-hmm. Feel like even though we were talking a little bit during the movie and stuff, it wasn't the it wasn't the best story. I feel like it was boilerplate in some ways and kind of like predictable in other ways. And yeah, it wasn't breaking any new ground with some of that. Yeah, I agree. That that was the thing because like this movie, I would say it warmed my heart because of just what it did. The fact that it just unabashedly was so colorful, so creative with all the different aliens, some great all the world buildings that it was on. Yeah. Uh, like hey literally uh um all the like everything that kept popping up too there were new like little weird things uh and i it, even late in the movie i would just think oh my gosh that's really creative like mm-hmm. how did they come up with that when the guy shot the shield gun and stuff well, yeah, like that yeah especially since like there's it feels like by the end of the movie like they've introduced all the elements are going to so there's not a lot of reason to like still have something like new and interesting that they don't explain like oh there's a you know a gun that splits two ways or a thing that does this and 
it didn't feel like they were like front loading at all. It, it felt mm-hmm. like it was just another part. And I think a lot of it probably has to do with like, this is a comic, I think, or a graphic novel series from the, uh, France that started in like, I want to say like 62. Mm. So like, there's a lot to go off of. I think there's like volumes and volumes and volumes of this thing. I wonder how much of it's directly lifted from that and how much they came up with uh, just for uh, well, that. Well, I did a little research uh, before the I watched the movie. Well, thank you. And I know that like, there's there's one that's called like Valyrian and like the Ring of Truth. And it's a lot of like fifth element. It's like Mm -hmm. flying cabs on this giant city planet and they need to get this thing that'll stop this imposing force. And it feels like it, it fifth element lifted a few of those elements or Luc Besson did was like, Oh, this is, Mm -hmm. you know, before he could make a Valyrian movie, he was like, I want to put some Valyrian stuff in here. So I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of stuff in here that was probably from a couple different novels, if not one Mm -hmm. whole storyline. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely like interesting. I, what did you guys think of like the main characters, the Valerian and the Lorelai, the agents? I was less interested in Valerian, yeah, the main character. He just was mm-hmm. kind of fine. I I didn't really feel like there was much of a story arc to him. I don't. I, I, the, the whole time he sounded like Keanu Reeves, and I yeah. feel like he kind of fit that same role. Yeah. Like, okay, this guy's a dude, but <laughs> he didn't have the same charisma because I feel like people people make fun of Keanu and like his early point break and stuff like that. But like you, you people like those movies and they like his role, the way he plays his role. And this one, he just, I don't know. He was falling a little flat for me. And I, maybe that's what the comics are called, but I wish it was more about Lorelai. I found, yeah, I like mm-hmm, that actress mm-hmm. more. And I think she was, she, she was emoting more. She was doing more. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's probably true for everyone in the movie is everyone kind of had a role that was more that was bigger than his that, yeah you know, like had, that mm-hmm. had, was more expressive and that was kind of his point is to just be the the ordinary bland dude yeah and he you know the, just kind of a he can do everything he can you yeah, know he can kind of yeah so it was a little it's it's just not as engaging to to watch someone that you feel like is always going to get out of every situation yeah yeah i just felt like she was i felt like the lorelei character was more interesting. I didn't really get get there. So, like in the in the movie, it's established that they're uh, partners. They're yeah. like these galactic agents, but it doesn't establish. Uh, maybe they don't, or maybe they say, but th- how long they've been partners, and then in the time since they've been partners and before that, Valerian goes through coworkers, you know, as sexual conquests like water, but he's really ready to settle down and wants to like hook up and marry. Uh, his partner. Yeah. It was just, I was not getting that chemistry. It was very strange. It was very like a, a needy dude kind of a move. It was strange. I, I, I don't I don't know. I it's a big galaxy, bud. You got a thousand planets to choose from. <laughs> Stop <laughs> making your coworker uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I thought, it was, yeah, it was strange, but um, like she also handled herself every single time. She yeah. shut, shut him down every time she didn't, uh, wasn't interested. Uh, and he was just kind of that puppy dog kind of uh, like streaming along. I don't know. He was using some real pickup artist moves, <laughs> yeah, grinding her down. Um, yeah, and then it, there was like more, there was like supporting roles too. Clive Owen wasn't in it a whole lot. Nope. Old Clive dog as the commander. <laughs> the old Clive dog. Uh, we had what's Rihanna's in it. Rihanna was in it more, yeah, much more, more than, than I yeah. expected. Uh, yeah. Ethan Hawke. Good job. Ethan oh, Hawk Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ethan Hawke was in it be in there. a lot less than Rihanna actually. John Goodman. John Goodman yeah. played Rutger Howard. Old Six Nose. Oh yeah, right. Rutger Howard was in the starting of this movie. That was strange. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of cool little cameos and a fun, fun movie. I don't I don't really know what to say about it because you're right. Like the the main story that they're drawing on is just these two characters and well, in and general their it's chemistry yeah. was pretty bad and, and they were uh, I'm not going to say she was boring, but he was definitely boring. And kind of the interaction between them became boring because of that. He was just, yeah, he just felt f- flat. I, I don't know. It was just so but, weird. He seemed so blah. If he was, I wonder if he was going for like a Keanu Reeves thing or if that's. That's the thing. That's why it didn't, like if he was more, if he was any more than that uh, next to nothing, I would have hated him. I would have mm. thought that he was like completely disgusting, but he was just kind of like that. Uh, I'm not going to say charming because it wasn't charming. It was just kind of like, dude, this guy's awkward as hell. This mm-hmm. like, what is he doing? 
And it, you eventually just kind of, maybe he wore me down over the course of the movie. You know? <laughs> like I was just kind of, okay. Fine, what, what, you're the main character. Hey, okay. <laughs> yeah. I just haven't, I haven't seen him in a lot and I don't like. Well, what uh, did we figure out he was in? He, he's in Chronicle and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. That's what I've seen him in at least. So like, and he kind of plays a similar like moody moody you know like has some peaks but like usually is kind of the same like even as like i liked him in Chronicle. harry osborne he's still a little like i was gonna say what was even that what was even that role like because that was he was introduced in the amazing spider-man 2 right he wasn't in the first one no he was not so what even would his arc have been in that movie was he becoming evil was he yeah he's Parker's becoming evil friend? he's I, I mean the amazing spider-man 2 is kind of a messy movie anyways. no shit hey fuck <laughs> you to this movie or me? Both of you. Oh, okay. There's a floating copy of The Amazing Spider-Man behind your head that I'm looking at. Um, Jamie Foxx. I mean, he. they sort of introduce him as like Peter's friend who's been away for a long time. And oh, so like you're supposed to... like Batman yeah, in the Far East. on a mountain. <laughs> um, you're supposed to believe like they have this sort of existing relationship that just doesn't really That you never heard about in, in the any, first movie? Yeah. Okay. In any ways. And it doesn't like, again... I, it might just be this actor because I like the chemistry between him and Andrew Garfield was like non-existent in terms of like <laughs> like two friends who are reuniting. It just it kind of feels like oh these are two actors who are meeting for the first time, not like two. Were they holding their scripts? And yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and a guy with Rusta on camera to like click the, the and roll the uh, clack. Clack the clack, the clickety clack, the clickety clack board. I, I find him believably awkward, though. I don't know if maybe mm. he's not even intentionally doing that, but um, like maybe that's just how he is. Sure. But I kind of feel his standoffishness, and I feel that like, uh, you know, he doesn't have his stuff together. <laughs> maybe he's sure, but I think like in being. this, like in this movie, where you're supposed to kind of think like him and Lorelai have this like really strong connection i just didn't feel it at all but uh, is that what you're supposed to think because i thought he was just he was the only one who was trying to create she was trying to like keep being partners and like do the job and he was like yeah like hounding her but i never really like i think the problem is that like i didn't really feel it from his end either that he wanted a relationship other than the script says he wanted a relationship i kind of i kind of thought that it wasn't he like like he was faking it the whole time because you are like from the very beginning he's like uh, you know, I love you more than anything. So in the then, world. what's his what's his character? And, well, and like, he establishes the, too, like his character is like, that he's like the stupid pickup artist who's like trying to make something out of it all. And then, like maybe by the end of it, he's supposed to have fallen in love. But I think it's still maybe just. I never believed that they were in love. So if that's what I was supposed to feel by the end of it, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. But I just kind of felt that like he was just going to keep going for it until. Well, he what did you, I mean, something. I think one of the the biggest draws of the movie is probably like it's Luke Besson who's great usually when he does his sci-fi and has some really great world building and it seemed to me like you really enjoyed like yeah, how much detail there was to the different alien races, there was some really fun yeah. technology and planets yeah. and ship design. I think there there was a lot of very creative forces behind this movie and I think they did a great job with Things that were only appeared on screen for seconds. Yeah. But there were some really great looking stuff. It was so stuff. fantastic just watching so many cool designs. The robot. I wonder if there's, a, the, I, I wonder the if there's like an art book for this movie. That would be cool. Because like the be, ship yeah. designs are cool. Like every alien rate in the starting, I, I mean, I joked, but in starting the movie, it's Earth kind of establishing their space station, then showing a heightened version of what it might look like in 100 years with like multiple modules added on and more countries becoming a part of it. And like, even sorry, even nope. at that point though, like just the way that the humans in astronaut outfits, yes. each had their, like were from a different country and each one were kind of representing that country mm-hmm. in the outfits that they wore. And it was just like the, the level of detail they put into all of those little things, uh, I just before I saw a single alien come in, it was, when it was just humans shaking hands with yes. humans. I was like, "This is great! I love it." But then we start to get in the greeting scene, like new, like eight completely alien races that, like you know, don't know what a handshake is, and and are like becoming more increasingly like stranger and stranger, including well, I think they're called the Mondashoan, which are from the Fifth Element, like the big kind of gold metal guys in the uh-huh. starting in the in Egypt. So like I liked that tie-in as well. Um, yeah, I, I, and I joked, but I could have literally watched like a, just a movie of them just shaking hands with like increasingly stranger and stranger aliens. It was such, and, and I couldn't tell. It seemed like a lot of it was, some of it was practical, some of it was 
were effects, but they it all looked pretty good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it got uh, some leeway, like even where the CGI wasn't perfect, mm-hmm. the whole movie is so colorful and so willing to play around with it. Very well lit. That it didn't, yeah. It, it never it, felt it, muddled. Would you Would you mind, Andrew, by the way, double checking? I don't think it was released in 3D. I want to say it was like in on the trivia, maybe the IMDb Which is kind of a but. shame because even watching this stuff, uh, trailers for it, I thought... Uh, this would I, lend itself. I hate, yeah, I hate 3D. I don't like. I've seen a couple good movies in 3D. I saw Star Wars in 3D. I saw Avatar Meet in 3D. Meet the Spartans 3D. <laughs> Meet the Spartans. I saw in 3D. Hey, but, the third Harold and Kumar was a 3D. There you go. A Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Oh my goodness! Well, you better I, not buy in, a 3D TV, bud. Exactly. I'm Are they still available? I'll go find one of the old ones, the CRT. Yeah, 3Ds. you have to go to the junkyard and find <laughs> one of those old 3D TVs. But yeah. like, but it, it looked so good that I thought, oh, this one it would work for. Most movies it doesn't work sure. for. Men in Black Three, I actually did see that in 3D, and it see was, that was in 3D. That's so ridiculous. It's That's... awful. It was, and it it made it look worse. And I saw the Star Trek actually, the Beyond whatever. I didn't like I didn't like Men in Black Three at all, but I like Jermaine. The character Jermaine was was really creepy looking. The main bad guy in, in Men in Black Three was like, I don't remember it. Okay, so well. they might have released. <laughs> they might have like done like a, oh, like a, a post 3d but they didn't shoot in 3d see uh, i yeah because i i want to say that luke Besson like knew because i think that we've all experienced well luke Besson chose not to shoot the movie in 3d because 3d cameras are too heavy for his style filming like running behind an actor or unusual angles of filming oh, oh so it wasn't okay. out of a it wasn't out of a sense of like the image might not come through which i was mistaken i thought that was like a decision to be like because it, it was like i think we even commented there's some scenes where they seem like uh unnaturally lit which isn't a, a bad thing but it does kind of like it's just interesting but like it almost makes for like you're never confused about what's going on in the shot i would say like it's 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 fairly easy to tell what's going on even during an action scene because everything's like so bright mm-hmm. i feel like even when they were there's a scene where they're like getting chased underwater like i could tell exactly what was happening at every mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. um but interesting so it was just that the cameras were too heavy yeah so if there was, so his arms are too weak. Like, yeah, he's not a strong director. What's, yeah. what's interesting is that that scene specific. I assume like when they mentioned like running behind a character, that was the scene where I kind of thought that would be great in, in 3D, 3D. But you can't, oh yeah, <laughs> you can't actually bring a 3D camera because people's arms are too weak for it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the director needs to work out more. I yes. guess. Yeah, because the director is hey, definitely Lupus the person. Do you even lift? <laughs> Directors are definitely the people holding the camera. Yep. That is for sure. That's, that's one <laughs> yep. thing that I've learned. Yeah. And I don't think machines can do it at all. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, yeah. But, so, I mean, or do we want to talk about, I mean, we were kind of still going on the effects and stuff like that. I, I, I don't yeah, know. I, I think like the plot, I, I mean, the plot's so nothing generic. that I don't really think we need to talk about. No. I, I think like, I, I mean, we can keep talking about like, I think the effects are great in this movie. Yeah. Like, genuinely. That is the reason to watch it. Yeah. I, yeah. I and it's fun. Like yeah. I think it's a genuinely sort of like fun sci-fi movie. So yeah, you were you were mentioning specifically, and I think this is the the point where I just thought, oh, this movie's gonna be fun. This movie's gonna be great, and I don't really have to take it too seriously or anything. Is when they're on a bus with a bunch of tourists, mm-hmm. and it's a bus. It's a floating bus. Yeah, and like up on the top of the ceiling, it has that like escape the, hatch. escape hatch that you push up when you like need to get some wind coming through or right. something like mm-hmm. that. And it's just an ordinary ass bus in two thousand eight, twenty eighty five, or twenty eight fifty five, or yeah. something, whatever year it's in. But like, so, yeah, there's a lot of like the, I guess like the the reason why is because at at some point like Earth makes a space station and then it sort of like gathers up all these different alien species. So it makes sense that like these weird human artifacts yes. would exist in the future and retrofit it. Yeah. So yeah. I I thought that was a really cool like the, just like the. The production design of things I thought was like very cool, like the 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 futuristic uh, adaptations to a school bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the stuff like that. Military outfits were just like heightened versions yeah, of what we have. Just now, stuff like that. Of. It just yeah, cool. looks really cool on film. I thought it was just like some things just look like odd, like Ooh, looked really exactly. fun. I gotta yeah. give an award to might be Luke Besson's second best gun in his movies because in, <laughs> in Fifth Element he's got that Zorn gun that can like shoot bullets that follow back to the original bullet uh-huh. it's got a net launcher it's got a flamethrower this, this gets like second second place and then third place is like the regular guns and lucy or something yes yeah <laughs> yeah uh they the one of the alien races has like a gun that's almost like a bright conch shell that that does project light out the front almost like a tactical you know assault rifle 
but, but it the, shoots. But they're gigantic tubes. They're right? gigantic, gigantic tubes, and they shoot rapid fire blue webs that like cover and goo up enemies and like non lethally like yeah. contain them. They kind of looked like blue versions of like the Covenant rifles from Halo. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I I really liked that. I thought that was and, very creative. And, yeah, and then like. That's the thing is that it doesn't stop there. Like they okay, you have these cool guns and it mm-hmm. shoots goop, and then they come and they pick up somebody with this weird like little fork thing or and zero just, point energy. It's like, like it's like it like how um log not loggers but like ice pickers will like pick up big blocks of ice with like a, a like the jaws of life type of thing. Yeah, yeah the giant tongs. Yeah, and so this person's just sticking out straight, kind of like Boba Fett carrying Han Solo and Carbonite, and. But like none of it is given any time. No, none of mm-hmm. it's like you're not check, like check look this at out. This. Yeah, it's just yeah, that is a good, up and, and go. That is a good point. It's like a, just a little small detail where it's like, yeah, the, oh, they're moving them this way, but it doesn't linger on or be like, grab the device that we've been setting up and cost the director yeah. a lot of money yeah. to make. Like it was just sort of like, they, nope, and they never is. linger on any of that. They zip through all these like really densely populated alien worlds one after another. You see like 10 in 10 seconds and it's not like a music video either where it's just like, oh, I don't even know what's going on. Uh, it's just like, wow, I want to I want to pause that. I want to take in the the whole scene. I want to print out a screenshot. I want to blow it up. <laughs> put a poster on my wall. Enhance. <laughs> Yeah, and we, I mean, we won't talk about the plot very much, but, like, one of the creatures in the, uh, one of the main races that's, like, under attack in the movie, like, has this creature that poops out pearls that, like, they need to energize their planet. So, like, the the plot relies heavily around that, which is very silly, but just goes to show that's just, like, another weird small element of the whole thing that's just Just, unique and strange. I thought one of the coolest effects, it, it happens right after the scene with the tongs, is, like, there he's kind of chasing valerian is chasing after this race in this like sort of triangular ship mm-hmm. and then he fires missiles at it and it breaks up into like hundreds of smaller triangle ships mm-hmm. and that effect i thought was so cool yeah and yeah. like just the ships they sort of looked like i made the comment while we were watching they sort of looked like the r wings from star from star fox yes mm-hmm. they look like and, really early polygonal yeah, yeah. like I just I loved it. I there's so much about this movie that like the plot's weak, but I really had fun watching the movie. Yeah, and be, I think because it has like a school bus at some point, and yeah. it's just so weird. Because if I saw that in Star Wars, for example, <laughs> if I saw a Crystal Fox in this movie, I'd be like, okay, great, it is a Crystal Fox. <laughs> and then when I saw Crystal Fox in Star Wars, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, but you seeing, still, seeing to, a to be fair, you haven't apart, seen the movies. So. I haven't, but all I saw was a trailer, and I'm yeah. already like, okay, now sure. I'm done with that. Uh, uh, but um, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. It's a touchy subject for us. <laughs> uh, I don't know if the Crystal Fox is going to be good. It could suck. I don't know. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is, like, everything is permitted when you when you say, okay, we're going to have a hover bus in 2,800. Wow, I don't know how to do numbers. Yeah. But um, once you do that, then you can just go wild with it. And they went wild with it, and they kept going wild with it. And and They're throughout the entire, it was great. <laughs> wicked wow, wicked wicked wow. Nick Cannon's wow, cameo wow, was fantastic. <laughs> same with Cisco, I guess. And Will Smith, yeah. <laughs> Will Smith, Cisco. Ah, uh, it was a beautiful movie though. I really, uh, I really liked it. And during it, I think I said I started to say something, and Robert stopped me. Uh, I was like, oh. I don't think I'm gonna. So, what did you think I was gonna say? Like, I don't want. I, you just, you just very early on started to say, started to sort of say like, I think, and I thought you were just gonna say, I thought you were just in general gonna say like. I think I like want to own this movie or I really love this I movie. I think I just, love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because like, I don't know, I, I could sense that you were just like loving the attention to detail and all of like the creep. Mm-hmm. I know. What were you, what were you going to say? What so were- what I was going to mention was that it really reminded me of Speed Racer in that oh, okay. it was like ah. so willing to be bright, colorful, and creative, silly. and silly. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought this is great. Maybe it's going to be another one where uh, like watching it uh, throughout the whole thing, I basically didn't get why people didn't go to see this and didn't get why people didn't like, why did it flop? I don't know. Well, cause I, it's called Valyrian in the city of a thousand planets and it's just not an established, like you can go people, get people to see, go see bad movies that have a, a famous name attached to them. But this is Luke Besson. This is the guy who did fifth element and it, it looks I don't think fantastic. as many people have seen the fifth element as you. Th- well, as or, like well, we all think bad, or but, as yeah. we wish for sure. I guess. And I think I, some people also like you, you didn't like Lucy. Right? No, I didn't like Lucy. So, but, like, if they did recognize the name, they might be like, "Oh, Lucy. Oh, 
And yeah. I, I'm hoping this movie I finds so. life. I hope on, so too. On, yeah, exactly. I, I, I guess that's what I was thinking and... is that when I was watching it, I was like, I don't get it. I don't get why this wasn't successful because from yeah. the trailer, I really wanted to see it. Yeah, then great again, trailer. Then again, I didn't see it. So maybe <laughs> maybe it was just a bunch of people like that. Right. And maybe it will find legs now that it's out there. I hope it does. I, I, I think, think there'll be a, 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 a bigger following. I think there'll be more love for it now that it's like more widely available. Yeah. I, I don't think it really found its way as like the instant classic in my heart that mm. that uh, Speed Racer did because it didn't really have those emotional uh, points to it. Sure. I didn't really invest myself feeling like, oh, okay, I, I'm really like believe these characters and they really got I think it's an apt on the line. But. Comparison though, because Speed Racer is, like you said, bright and colorful and goofy, but it also has those moments where it's like, Speed, the family needs you and you need to, bu-. and it uh, hits these serious parts where you're like, oh, it, it's it's weird and goofy, but it's taking itself seriously yeah. at these times. And Valyrian definitely did that too, but it didn't didn't, it didn't land for yeah, me. As exactly, much. exactly. Yeah, it didn't have. It wasn't. I would even say that some of the points it in needed Speed a chimpanzee, Racer, honestly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. it needed a chimpanzee and a kid doing like a jump kick in the in a yeah. yeah, more like, like a. Nanja. I was gonna say it needed. <laughs> Uh, it needed John Goodman, but it, it had, had John it. Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> That's the connective tissue for all the movies you love. Oh my uh, gosh, it all makes 10 sense. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Big Lebowski. Oh, That's a great movie. <laughs> Roseanne, I, the I movie. Yeah. I guess I have to now. But yeah, I, I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad that I yeah, was, me too. was so adamant. Like, we got to see this movie. Yeah. It turned out to be. Yeah, he goes, pretty, pretty at one point, Valerian goes to like the pleasure den, and it's like there's like a, a like a, a brothel zone on this mm-hmm. part of the station. And there's a woman dressed as Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird. And then th- there is the scene with we mentioned Rihanna's in the movie, and a great deal more than Ethan Hawke, who looks like Space Bono. Yeah. A very strange role. But he gets like this private kind of like uh, erotic dance from Rihanna, like who can like shape shift and, and transform her clothes. And then it turns out it's just a whole shape shifter. Like she can look like any race yeah. or, or him or or uh, Lorelai or whatever she wants. Lo- Loreline. Oh, Loreline? Yeah. Oh, I think we've bad. been saying Lorelai. I've also said Lorelai, but it's I think it's Loreline. Oh, I heard it throughout the whole movie. I thought it was Lorelai. Yeah. Oops. Maybe the um, end is silent. It's in space. It's, yeah. It's yeah. In space. All the ends are silent. Yeah. Um, Valeria <laughs> and the sea of a thousand plus <laughs> um, a thousand sad <laughs> uh, plot. oh it's the French pronunciation oh Got boy it. Um, yeah I, I just I don't know I, it, yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like you you finish watching it and like yeah, and, and for that reason I don't know like did you feel it's length no I was that's the other for thing a is movie like that was lacking in plot but had enough to like going for it visually I feel like it's it was, over it was it's just like, about the right it's like two two fifteen like it's oh, two yeah. hours fifteen no, minutes I and so like I did not think it was that long and I feel I like know. we are I, maybe it's just a, a a symptom of us getting older but like I feel I'm more aware of the length of movies I am, now I, I am yeah. too that's why like when it I saw the more, length of the movie I thought for sure I was going to be tired by the end of it or I was going to fall asleep during the movie the podcast or yeah totally canceling the podcast in general just like sending you guys home and never coming back <laughs> but I genuinely was having such a good time throughout the movie that I at no point thought this could end Yeah, you now. were you were clapping your hands and your feet together yeah <laughs> you were going crazy yeah you've got some comfy seats here that might have something to do with it yeah <sighs> no, I, I think what really makes what makes the difference in that one is the pacing. Like the yep. pacing in this just keeps going in a way where like not just full force the entire time when you start to feel it then and it doesn't get it doesn't like drag at any point. But it's also it, not too just, frenetic that you're like not yeah. keeping up with the movie uh-huh. or feeling like they're not taking their time with certain exactly. things. Exactly. It pauses when it needs to yeah. and then it gets going and then it pauses when it needs to again. I'm just thinking of more like I feel like I'm going to like think about this movie and remember more of the set pieces than I am like mm-hmm. the general plot. Like I'm yeah, not going to, the plot kind of sucks. And, I, well, and I just <laughs> meant like even things like, like at one point Loreline finds Valerian and he's by this crash ship and she gets uh, captured um, by this like butterfly lure, which is, yeah. she thinks is a butterfly. It's actually like the lure on the end of like a fishing pole. That stuff kind of goes out of my head, but there's a scene later with that, the alien race that captures them where they're, walking towards their emperor and feeding him this long line of strange like foods and gelatins and things and it's such a weird cool scene followed by a fight scene and i really like that part of it. it was very creative the effects were really good really alien looking aliens too actually okay you know one thing i, I will give a small thing to they are very 
the kind of sympathetic race in the starting of the movie that then is like kind of in peril the whole time is very avatar yeah. Navi kind of we are like are perfect looking human kind of aliens. Sort but of. here's the thing is that I also think that in their general design, but the way the little personal touches that they gave them and the personal touches that they gave each other, for example, that like they always just put their arm around each other and they had kids uh, sometimes like they, they'd be holding, Oh my God, uh, that kid dancing at one part was really funny. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, I actually believe that these creatures exist. It was weird. That's true. They did. uh, There were little subtle things about it. And like, they had this sort of incandescence to their skin where it almost looked like a like a pearlescent shell underneath their their skin. They, they had this sort of they have white skin with kind of this like almost this yeah, like this it almost looks like the inside of the of an oyster, this shine on them. And there's times where they like touch things and they kind of like a ripple goes through their body. And it also when they're mad, it looks like their whole skin molts and becomes like gray, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah. Guy's or when they're eyes. stressed or something. Yeah. I, I liked that detail as well. So you're right, there are little things that kind of hint at a larger kind of culture and stuff. Yeah. Little, little then, backstory things. And and it just seemed like everything fit. It wasn't just, well, this would be cool to see. Or this would be that. It seems like they really put a lot of thought into it in the fact that, okay, this is a race, race that uh, that loses everything where the the whole race is uh, wiped out pretty much. Maybe I should. <laughs> well, I mean, it's right in the starting. It is, yeah. yeah, and it's in the trailer too. So the whole <laughs> the whole race is wiped out, and then eventually they like forgive. And so like how mm. so how would you reconcile that? And they have uh, this race that's basically an island dwelling, uh, like kind of tribe that's very close and very community peaceful uh, yeah. And, yeah and so it's it's believable like okay they might have this kind of attitude where it's like they've uh, never experienced that kind of thing before so there's no there's no bar for them to go off of they don't have to and they don't instantly turn into supreme assholes or anything just because yeah. in and, fact they kind of establish that they're sort of like watching from the like in the shadows they're kind of keeping a low yeah. profile to kind of just and it's kind of just like we're still gonna live our lives the way we want to live it mm-hmm. as good good creatures and say you know good good people as those and good good creatures the good goods <laughs> and uh so i thought that was nice that they had those little touches with mm-hmm. the with the kids and and that they're constantly they like they had some gender fluidity stuff going on mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. like very touchy-feely and just you could you could sense that all of them were just very closely connected and just uh, really, they just really wanted to go back to the beach and wear some shell backpacks. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely more engaged by the alien races and those characters than than yeah, the human, the human characters. But. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? Hey, it, that's technology's fart, fault for fart. Oh boy, <laughs> for making like yeah, they, they they can make these things that now I'm like more interested in them than like the yeah. actors that are showing their actual faces in the yeah. movie and like running around. Yeah. Um, would you guys be interested in a Valerian sequel? Yeah, I would. I'll, say, I'll, I'll throw it out there right now. I would, yeah. but I I worry that this is. I I think I I'm not sure if I was correct, but this is. I think the most expensive film uh, in uh, France's history. Just make it in the U.S. next time, and then it will yeah. be like, oh, this is a kind yeah. of this yeah. is a Saturday. <laughs> oh, oh, what? <laughs> Wait, that's yeah. all, that's all you want? Um, sure, we'll put I that worry. I worry Tuesday. for all the reasons that we stated that it might not have enough behind it to get a sequel going. Sure. But I would hope. I would hope so. Lupuson wants to make a sequel, so. I, I hope so. so. Whether yeah. or not, yeah, whether or not he gets I hope finance he gets that, for it. That, that Blu-ray. I, I hope people start watching it here. I hope people are, I don't know, I hope it gets on a streaming thing and people just kind of tell their friends, like, yeah. this is a fun movie to watch and it's beautiful and the images are going to stay in your mind and you're going to really, really enjoy it. And there's a lot of material. I feel like that's another thing where you could say like, well, this is a one-off. No one's going to go and see it. It's like, well, there's, sounds like there's, yeah, just like dozens of novels to, to draw from. It sounds like there's a lot of interesting things they could do. They they briefly say the northern part of the station where the all the aquatic creatures live, 800 of them in different liquids. Yeah. Oh, the gaseous part. They don't even think they went there. The gaseous part of the planet where these these hyper-intelligent beings that know how to build any cell. And it's like, well, geez, we didn't even spend a second in any of these places, and it would be that—that that feels like a whole movie in that place. Mm-hmm. So, so I—I I would be excited for that. Yeah, and yeah. the whole like city of a thousand planets is one spaceship out. Yeah, in a out universe. amongst <laughs> probably many. Yeah, yeah, that aren't incorporated. So there you go. Yeah, cool. I like it. Yeah, I would give it a recommendation for sure. I think, and, and it's out for rent as of as of like last week yeah uh, when we recorded this so mm-hmm. yeah i would definitely say to, to check it out i think it's worth uh 
Hey, when you're uh, hanging out with a family on uh, the, the Holly Jolly Why not days. spend two hours and 15 minutes <laughs> of your Christmas day? When you're doing nothing. Yeah. Some people really grind out the movies on sure. the Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and, and some people want two hours and 15 minutes to uh, not, not talk, talk to their yeah. family. So here's the thing. I will say, I, I think this movie is worth watching. I don't recall there being anything too graphic in it i mean there's no, a few I, alien deaths where i like, was surprised when the head got blown off but it's like a goopy men in black it's kind sort of, of yeah like, it's very yeah that i i would say yeah that's yeah. pretty comparable the violence in this would be sort of like a men in black mm-hmm. sort of like it it's cartoony i'd say even less than men in black because men in black would sometimes make it seem sinister and this was never really sinister or yeah anything like that yeah there's okay, definitely like mortality of of varying creatures but it's never it never feels like too over the top yeah yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> cool yeah i I'd, I'd say see it i think i'm gonna buy it wow great cool yeah. check it hey, out we got a sale hey get that, get that <laughs> hey luke Bassani got one sale <laughs> that should come coming up the sequel yeah that should fund the sequel yeah, yeah. he's getting the 4k blu-ray four thousand dollars that's yeah. what 4k yeah. means yeah. 4K blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode, and we will see you later. Bye.